Hey, Tony, I like video games. Well, hello there, Jake. I like video games, too. And this is a brand new episode of Hey, I Like That Game. Ooh! <laughs> I, I, was trying to do, I was trying to do that opening... Uh... The opening sting <laughs> for Bushido Blade? <laughs> yeah. And, like, hey, if you play that back, it is almost identical. Almost. We'll find Sonically. out. Sonically. Sonically, if you put I'll, those waveforms, the overlay, overlay here if I remember to or if you like it. <laughs> How's it going, Jake? Oh man, it's going. It's it's been a bit of a a bit of the last few weeks. Uh, I had back to back sicknesses. My my lovely fiance is now down with what I had the sickness, if you will. Um, <laughs> been a busy work couple work weeks too, so just not a whole lot of time for video games, which you know always sucks. But you know. That's life, and there's yeah. a, lot of, a lot of great in it, but sometimes you, know, you got to push video games aside for that stuff. Yeah, end of the year push, man. You know, it's uh, holidays are right upon us, and I, I'm swamped with work stuff too. You know, so mm-hmm. it's uh, it's just that time of year. I I didn't play that many video games in between our episodes. Um, yeah, I can kick us. I can kick us off here. Yeah, uh, what you play? So I I've played a couple of things, and I want to. Uh, hold on to some of it for our game of the year uh, podcast. Um, but there's one game in particular I played uh, that I think is worth talking about here and maybe not in other places. Um, and that's this game called Death's Door. Uh, so this came out, I think around like the middle of this year. Um, it got like a bunch of fan praise that, you know, it was up for some game of the year awards. Uh you know, it 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 had enough positive buzz. It was on sale uh, during you know the the Thanksgiving holiday time, I guess. So I picked it up, uh, gave it a shot. So it, the game looks and plays really great, honestly. Like the it, it it controls the controls are really tight. Execution is good. It it looks it looks very nice. Like it's uh. Kind of everything you would expect from a Devolver digital published game, um, mm-hmm. where it, you know it's got a really striking art style and you know compelling gameplay. It feels like a harder and more combat focused Zelda light. I would say like a Zelda okay. light. Um, it's it's way too small to make a direct comparison to a Zelda game. Like it's not nearly as like vast as any uh, Zelda overworld or has, doesn't have as nearly as many puzzles or bosses or any of that stuff. But it's kind of that similar format of, you know, get a new spell or a new weapon that unlocks a new way to traverse. That will be your, you know, there'll be some sort of trick for a boss that is in association with the new thing that you just unlock. So it's very much that same kind of, uh, progression throughout the game mm-hmm. um and it like i think the game is fine you know like i maybe it, i'm bouncing off it a little bit more than a lot of other people um that i've heard talk about it um i, I don't know like it, it's a good game it's a well it's a well-made game i'm just like I, it's not resonating a, a ton with me uh it's a game that I would like recommend people check out if they're like if they see it and it looks interesting to them, but it's not like a slam dunk like oh you gotta play this game uh, from my perspective. Like there's no map, so it mm-hmm. makes it really hard to f- remember where points of interest are that I need to like go back and like check out, or it makes it really hard 
progressing to certain areas of the map because it's like I keep forgetting exactly how to get there. Um, yeah, and some, yeah. And, and like this game does a – it liberally uses this like – so you'll explore an area. You'll see like ladders or walls that like – you know, there'll be a way to traverse. Like you'll see the shortcut before you're able to open the shortcut up. And then mm-hmm. um, there are times when it's like you have to like hit a certain switch or do something to like unlock that uh, shortcut. And there were times where like I missed what I was supposed to do to unlock that shortcut. So it's like, oh, I have to go all the way around to do this uh, just to make it a little bit shorter to get around like it. It's like little nitpicks that I have like about lots the game. Of inconveniences, it sounds like, but in ways that are 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 like frustrating instead of like adding to the compelling difficulty. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, I I feel like I'm being negative here about this game when I when overall I would say like th- like on a scale of like one to a hundred, like this is like it, it for me like maybe like an eighty or an eighty five, like like a really good like a, that's a good. Uh, score a good rating for a game like this but like i i don't know i i'm reacting to a lot of buzz around this being one of the best games of the year and i'm just like not seeing it Mm -hmm. Um, but it's cool it's a neat little game uh for sure and like you play a little crow which is nice (laughs) it's a cute little cute little bird um as you reap a bunch of souls um the the combat is like some people will make parallels to like uh, um, from soft games where like the bosses are like really hard. They do a lot of damage mm-hmm. and you got to like learn patterns and, and execute well, which uh, it's really good. Like that stuff is really good. I really had a good time with that stuff, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's okay. It's yes. okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like that like game. Navigating around without a map. I mean, that also sounds reminiscent of souls games. Um, yeah, and that's I don't know. I think one of my gripes with with the Souls games too is like navigating around without a map. Like, sure, like let it fill in as you're going in. I, I don't know. I can't like suggest like changes to FromSoft games, but like that I get that because like that specifically really. This is like another thing that like frustrates me about those games. And like, if it was just the difficulty of the combat, I think I would enjoy it a whole lot more than if it were just like also the difficulty of everything else. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it. it I get where you're coming from, because like, that's cool. I like uh, I like Devolver. Like, I love Enter the the Gungeon, but that was, like, another thing with that, too. It's, like, the difficulty was super punishing, but, like, there was also a lot of vagueness and abstraction there that you just have to, mm-hmm. kind of, like, figure out through repetition. Yeah. And I, I, also, I will also say that uh, this game, there's, like, an initial credits roll, and then you'll, like, get a an item or something right after like you boot the game up again that opens up another area and apparently there's like a kind of a back quarter of this game that i can do to get like i think it's like another boss or two and like the true ending Hmm. but it's more focused like this this back half is more focused on like puzzle solving and like world exploration and not so much combat which uh is intriguing to me yeah but like There's other stuff I want to play. I don't want to like pl- like invest a bunch more time into this game that I'm like already so so on. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I I may go back and and try to finish it for the full ending, and then maybe maybe my opinion will change. Maybe that back half will, is like you know transcendent and makes this game uh, you know 
better than what I'm rating it now, but you know, that's kind of where I'm at. Where I'm at with it. You know? Initial rating of meh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what about you, Jake? What have you been uh, playing? Well, I've been playing uh, a couple games. So I just like with every with everything and not having like as much time for playing games, I uh, wanted something just like quick, bite size I could just like jump into for a little bit and do some stuff. And just added to Game Pass. Uh, Minecraft was like exactly what I was craving for during that time. Um, I love I love a good Minecraft survival world where you know take things leisurely. I don't really like the creative. I find when I'm given like complete like control over the world, I get like overwhelmed and bored with it more so than if I'm just in the uh like actual survival mode. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've, I'm still kind of like in the early stages, like setting up my game in my world. But like seeing how much this game has changed since I've like played it, and like the last time I like played Minecraft was shit like five, six years ago. So it's like it's been through a whole lot more. It has like this really elaborate like trading system now with mm. the, the villagers. Like they've added a whole bunch of new like tameable animals, new biomes. I bet I think there are like new boss monsters and whatnot that I never actually encountered because i you know i stopped playing when ender dragon was the the end all be all and i'm pretty sure it's it's evolved past that at this point so it's been it's been it's been relaxing and it has been fun jumping back in that game seeing what's new seeing how it's changed like the ui has really been updated to make it much more friendly to play that game too um, like with the crafting, like you don't have to have the multiple windows open to like see where the recipe is. Like you can like actually look at that stuff up now in game, and just stuff like that is is super great. And Minecraft is still a whole lot more fun. It's still a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I would love mm-hmm. to just like have a game or like a world with other people in it, but like I don't know any other people who are like I would want in that Minecraft world with me. Like if Drea wanted to play Minecraft, yeah, that'd be awesome. Or like you, but I know both of you aren't like into Minecraft. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll force you one day and make you play it for the the podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I feel like that's coming uh, in imminent at future. Some point, <laughs> it's at some point. This has been it's been on the list for a long time. I think I said like one time like four years ago I wasn't gonna make you play it until I like stopped playing it, but then I started playing it again. So fuck it, I'm just gonna make you play it at some point. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, then the other game I've uh, been playing, I'm not too far into it, but loving it though is Ghost of Tsushima. Ooh. So, uh, Michael, my friend, let me borrow it. I played it a bit at his place, and I've been playing it here. And, oh, man, that game is so crispy. I love how, like, the flow of it and uh, the open world and the combat of it. And, like, when you start getting to more tools and more, uh, like, abilities, being able to integrate that in. Uh, it's just, it's a solidly built game that, you know, looks amazing. Uh, story is... Story's nothing like, nothing like groundbreaking, but it's you know well presented, well done. And yeah, I don't know. I don't have like it's like I'm just like I'm still I'm still so overwhelmed by that game. I still feel like I can't give a full like rundown of the things I like and dislike about it. There is okay one moment in that game that is profoundly funny to me. So for the uh, the tutorial and the combat, it's uh, you have a flashback where you're fighting with wooden swords against your uncle he's like okay like 
try to hit me with a normal attack. And, like, okay, I've played this before. Like, we spar against, like, an old master. He's going to, like, parry the blows and be like, wow, good form. But, nah, your uncle just takes those hits in the tutorial. And, like, in the <laughs> cut, like in the cutscene afterwards where he's talking to you, he's, like, holding his side. Like, he just got the shit beat out of him. And it's so funny as just like the way like it subverts how that like scene normally goes in a video game or like in a movie to like where you're actually like whapping them with this stick a bunch of times over this admittedly kind of long tutorial um that just that tickled me that tickled me so much in this game yeah i love that it's like hey we get it (laughs) we we get it we get this tutorial's long did you uh did you ever play that game I haven't played that game, um, and I've uh, really wanted to. I like, admittedly, my PlayStation Four is a launch one. It does not work that great anymore, so uh, I very infrequently pull that system out these days. And that's a game that I really would love to play, but like, I would need to like have a PS Five mm-hmm. or have it come out on PC before I would, you know, break out my PS Four because it's just. The PS4 just runs like shit these days, and it sounds like a fucking jet engine every time I try to boot that thing up. So Does it still, like, randomly spit out the disc? Oh, yeah, it definitely does that, too. <laughs> God, I have a ghost, a ghost-possessed PlayStation 4. Jake, you have seen it happen. I have. It, is, it just, like, beeps uh, yeah. sometimes when we're just hanging out. I'm like, what the, sh- what the hell was that? Was that, like, your smoke detector? I'm like, oh, no. It's good old PS4. Yeah, speaking of ghosts of Tsushima, ghosts of playstation Am I right, oh, Jake? Yeah. You're right. You nailed it. <laughs> That's so dumb. But yeah, it, like there's something wrong with my eject button on my PlayStation 4. So I will be in the middle of watching a movie or playing a game, and it will just randomly beep. And then uh, even when I'm not playing games, if it's plugged in, it will just randomly beep. And that beep is the eject button. So it's like constantly trying to eject. And like I said, I'll be playing a game, watching a movie, and it'll just spit my disc out. Like, I... Yeah, I this game very, sucks. <laughs> I have a very, very uh, vivid memory of when I first got um, Uncharted 4. Like, super excited to play Uncharted 4. Like, super duper hyped for this game. Eagerly trying to play it. Like, throw it in my PlayStation. Get, like, 15 minutes into the game. And it and it does it. It spits the disc out, and it does that like extremely comical. Like it comes out of the the PlayStation, hits the ground, gets up <laughs> on the edge, rolls around the ground a bit, and to, and like it does like that. Thing, like keeps rolling until it's like finally flat on the ground. It's like what just happened? Like, what the hell just? <laughs> I'm sitting on my couch, like maybe like I don't know, twenty five feet away from the. Uh, from my PlayStation and the TV. <laughs> like, wait, huh? <laughs> oh, man. Uncharted did it in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry if I've told that story on this podcast already, but... Um, yeah. Oh, no. Not that Crazy. specific one. That's my first time hearing that one. Yeah. But uh, I, I think if I had never... So it, I was at Michael's house, and he was just like, oh, like, you should play uh, Ghost of Tsushima. And, like, if he hadn't, like, just, like, kind of, like, pushed me to play it while we were there, it's one of those things I never would have actually picked up. Like, I'd heard nothing but great things about it, of course. But, like, yep. I just, I, I never felt like I was going to be in the mood to, like, purchase and, like, play that game of my own accord unless it was thrust upon me. And I'm, I'm very glad it was thrust upon me. 
Yeah, the the um, I, I feel very similarly about that game. Like I've I've been waiting for the moment to play it. I guess mm, like somebody yeah. somebody make it easy for me. Um, but uh, apparently there's a multiplayer like a co-op mode in that game that's actually pretty good. Um, that seems interesting. So like maybe if there's if there's like a PC release or something like that, like that would be um, the way to do it. Yeah, I think. Yes, Ghost of Tsushima continues to be a good game. Yep, still still good. Hot takes. You come here for the hottest takes. Minecraft and Ghost of Tsushima are still good <laughs> games. Aren't you so glad you tuned in? Hey, right. But uh, how about we find out about a game you might not know if it's good or not, Tony. And yeah. viewer, listener, <laughs> I guess not viewing, listening, uh, which is Bushido Blade. Yeah, that we are talking about here on this episode of the podcast. I love this; those sound effects in this game—they're great. Hey, everybody! Jake here. Hope you're enjoying this episode of Hey, I Like That Game. If you have a question or a recommendation for Tony and I, you can reach us on our email address, which is heyilikethatgame at gmail.com. You can tweet me at likethatgame, or you can find our Facebook page, which is the Hey, I Like That Game podcast. Anyway, enjoy the rest of the show. Bye. And we're back. Hey, I like that game. Today we are talking about the PS1 classic, Bushido Blade. Uh, Jake, this was your pick. Uh, Why did we end up playing this game? Well, I just kind of came across it. I forget exactly how, but I was just like, oh man, what a cool concept for a fighting game. Where Mm -hmm. it's like there's no health bar... There's no, you know, percentages a la Smash Bros. It's just, like, it's, like, pretty much touch of death. You get hit by a weapon. You're either, like, maimed or that's it. You're dead. And what a absolute novel concept for a fighting game. I had been yeah. really, uh, like, trying to dig my teeth into Smash Bros. again. Just, like, grinding my wheels, feeling pretty burnt out and busted by like that grinding process so just like conceptually like oh man if you could just like if it was more about like mind games and like that one-on-one like looking for your opening kind of game like i feel like i would love that so i i just like that kind of spurred something in my brain of like isn't that a game already like it is bushido blade i'm gonna make tony play that and uh yeah that's kind of like the whole spurring on of this game i didn't have like some uh connection with it when i was younger just truly an an oddity of gaming that i had never got the chance to play and really wanted to to get to and have the chance to talk about it too because i i mean like i wanted to do it for the the podcast and such like you know downloading rom and fucking around with myself because you're as some people may have figured out by now kind of a fighting game aficionado and i wanted to get your take on this game hard and yeah. so I'm, I'm going to make you do it professionally. <laughs> <laughs> so like, uh, it's funny. It's funny that you picked this one because uh, this was on my list too. Uh, 
I didn't ha- – it wasn't, like, super high on my list because, like, there are a lot of other fighting games I, like, would wanted to get to first. Like, I wanted to do Samurai Showdown. I wanted to do uh, Windjammers and, and, and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, I love this game. This is a a very interesting, interesting fighting game. Uh, I never owned it, um, but – I remember the first time I played it for sure. It was you know way after re- the release. I was playing it in college, a decade or so after it came out. But uh, a buddy of mine, Alex, had it, uh, and there was a time in my freshman year of college where we just kind of any fighting game we could, you know, bring back from home and like bring it to school <laughs> and like have everyone play it and like try to like give it at least a night. You know, like we would usually get a couple of people together and like play place you know random fighting games and stuff uh and this was one of them and man it it was a blast it was an absolute blast it did we didn't play a ton of it but um you know we spent a good evening messing around with it and yeah great time great time um so like you said this game is um it is unique uh among most fighting games uh due to its unique way of kind of executing i get it's hard for me to put words around it because yeah, yeah. Like normally a fighting game has a life bar and uh you know there's special moves you know like you think a street fighter and you think of that 2d plane where you have both characters kind of going directly at each other and you know uh you know how close you are to to victory based on that life bar where this game does not do that this is like much closer to like a soul caliber or like maybe at the time a uh, soul edge closer mm-hmm. to those like 3d f- weapon based fighters, but it does away with the life bars completely and makes it more realistic. Like if you get hit with a sword across the neck, you're dead. You know, like <laughs> if that happens in like in, in soul edge or soul caliber, it's like, you know, you take a percentage of life, but in this right. it's like, no, 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 you're dead. Like you're just, you're dead. Like these swords um, aren't made of styrofoam. They're made of, of sword and it's going to Yeah, hurt. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like you said, there's like, um, there's like different damage zones mm-hmm. on, on players. So, uh, yeah, like there's, I think you can get like, upper body injuries and like lower body injuries that will prevent you from having all access to all of your different moves and like gameplay options. Right. Uh, like if you take too much leg damage, you're going to be crawling for the rest of the match. Yeah. Which, which is, it's a really fun mechanic mm-hmm. um, because you can still win because just like if you were fighting in real life with these swords, one, uh, one chance swipe. If you catch somebody, you know, an artery or something, like they'll bleed out and die. You know, even though you're hurt, you can always come back and, and land that killing blow. Mm-hmm. So those are some of the 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 most fun moments is when you win win a fight when you are um, injured. Ah, oh, so much fun. So much yeah, fun. it's uh, and like this game. So I mean, it, even though it doesn't have like combos or anything like that, the move set is still very robust as far as the types of moves you can do. Uh, the movement, like, you can throw sand at people. Like, that happened. Like, the computer threw sand at me one time. I'm like, wait, shit, you can do that? Like, there's some real, like, depth to the combat here. And a lot of it comes from um, the weapon choice more so than the uh, character choice. I didn't, like, really, like, measure the character difference. But, I mean, some of them are, like, a bit taller, a bit stronger, a bit faster. But the mechanics of each character are entirely the same. So it's mainly cosmetic. Um, 
So, like, I mean, it has everything, uh, the uh, game has everything from, like, short swords to, like, a big-ass sledgehammer. Um, you know, you have your normal katana, long sword, rapier, uh, there's, like, a spear in this, too. It's It's got a lot of weapons, and each one really feels different and kind of has, like, a zone of control you're trying to establish. Um, and it just, it, it, it makes it this really wild guessing game of when you can approach, when you can hit that attack. And, um, oh man, I just, I wish we could have got this working for you and I, Tony. We spent so yeah. long trying to get us to work where we could play this game together. And, oh God, we got so close, but just couldn't, couldn't manage it. Cause, um, you know, playing versus computer is one thing, but I think this game specifically versus another like human opponent uh, would make it make it a whole different experience. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like it's it is it is a ton of fun to play against somebody else, um, and like you know the the bragging that that can happen with it. You know, a lot of shit talking can happen with this game, and uh, the clap back is really real because you could just kill somebody right off. You know, mm-hmm. next round, boom, they're dead instantly. You know. The um, the pace of combat is is so is so great, and it, it it makes for a lot of fun uh when you're actually playing one another. So yeah, we we got to figure out this parsec thing. Like I I still don't quite get why it wasn't working uh, beyond me at this point. We um, had the like we had the controllers working on each other's desktops, but once we la- launched the game, it completely stopped. And it's really frustrating because we were able to get Super Puzzle Fighter Two to work. Yeah. Uh, like earlier when we yeah. played that. Anyway, you're not here to talk Whatever. about technical issues. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so, so, go ahead, Tony. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, uh, I, I didn't get to explore a lot of this content on my own, but like was uh, like reading tutorials and watch vid- watching videos. Like this game has like a really weird way to like unlock a secret campaign where when you first start the single player uh, mode, you have to basically just like run across an entire game level and then you can like kind of like unlock the secret the secret path through the single player instead of just like doing the the fights versus all the the normal uh characters and it's it's so i don't know so bizarre such i i love like old games and how they do their unlocks um and i think this goes very esoteric and like having to like navigate that for the first time like way back in the day it's like one of those things where i i wish i knew who the first person who found that, like what they were just doing. Yeah. You can unlock a gun in this game too. That's an unlockable <laughs> weapon. Yeah. Pretty, pretty ridiculous. Like sword, pretty ridiculous. sword, that, sword's gun. That, that boss in particular, the one that has the gun, like I, I, I didn't unlock it while I was like playing, but like I watched like people do that stuff. Cause you were right. Like <laughs> trying to figure out how to get to that stuff is insane. Um, but, uh, yeah, gun, little it's a little much it's a little much but hey just like you know it would in with the swords in real life gun in real life just you know works too yeah <laughs> right <sighs> um but like you were saying earlier um i really i really like that there's a robust move set here and like yeah the throwing the dirt in people's eyes is pretty good everybody has like a, a another item they can throw as like a secondary i believe mm-hmm. like most people are it's like a knife some people like throw a fan or like a ninja star but it's all like i don't think those items can kill it's more like disorient um 
Yeah, yeah. I would just get kind of like the clash whenever I hit somebody with like the special weapon or the secondary throwing weapon. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's like, great. I wasn't entirely sure like the block and parry mechanics, so I think you're just like always like passively blocking. You can have like the guard break, but there's like a recover option. Yes, yes. So it's, uh, I believe you're always blocking like you uh you block by default and you're only like truly exposed when you swing Mm -hmm. so if somebody swings real hard and like you don't press any buttons you'll block it but you'll be in like a little bit of a stagger so they can try to follow up and 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 get you um but i believe it's square is like your parry button and like the window is kind of wonky i feel mm-hmm. like it didn't feel it didn't feel super duper smooth like I, I i could say as like a general complaint about this game is that like the windows for all of these moves feel kind of uh strange but i think a lot of that is because fighting games especially like weapon based fighting games have come a long way since mm-hmm. 97 so it's like my expectation of like button presses is different um however when you press the parry button, you'll get like a green clash as opposed to like the normal like bluish or gray. Um, and that's like you parried them off and you put your enemy into a bit of a stun uh, as opposed to, you know, you getting that without pressing the button correctly. Um, but yeah, like you have to be really intentional in the buttons that you press. And when you move too, like you can't – if you're inputting a like a movement with your stick – and try to like change stance or try to like swing sometimes it doesn't always take it because it's like you are moving right now you need to like stop before you can uh do something Mm -hmm. especially with like stances that becomes like really um like intentional if you're trying to do like uh dashing uh like lower crouch into like a special move or something like that like it the actual like input of those things are like has to be very intentional very intentional yeah, I got I got a lot of um, not like missed inputs necessarily because uh, just like the timing for things is is very. I don't know. It, it does it feel did it feel clunky to you? Like it, this game definitely is a little like stiff and wooden with the way it it moves, and I think yeah. that like comes through in trying to like input certain like movements or like yeah enter a stance or something like that. Like it's yeah. It's it, a very exact – it's a it, it's a exacting game. Like mm-hmm. I said, it's again very intentional. Like it – you don't get a lot of mileage out of MASH in this game. No. You know, you do not get much mileage where you can do that in almost any other fighting game. You know, at least get somewhere. But if you try to MASH in this game, it's, it's not going to go well for you. Right, right. Because I think like the surest way to win is to whiff punish in this game. Yep. Hundred percent. If somebody like every time they just like keep hammering on like one like sword swipe button, it's like okay, I can sidestep and just like do a quick attack and boop, got him. Takes. Or know? like, or you only have one arm now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or yeah, put him in a really uh, compromising position. Um, yeah, it's it, the game. Also, re- I really think it requires like messing around with the different stances. So you have three different stances, like a high, a medium, like your normal resting stance, and then like a low. And you have different moves that uh, happen in those stances. You can move, I wouldn't say freely between them, but like, you know, it costs like movement and they're sometimes a little slow. So you can get caught out a lot of times if you're trying to like 
just switch stance in the middle of uh, in the middle of something. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't go for dangerous stance changes, but like uh, you know, figuring out the different moves in those different stances and where they're going to hit and when, and when they're effective, like that takes, you know, practice and like in experimentation. Um, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I think, I think, yeah, I, I just didn't love the way the game kind of like felt and played. I think that just is basically cause it's an older game and like the limits of, you know, a fighter, a 3D fight, a 3D weapons-based fighter on the PlayStation 1 is that there is that clunkiness there. There wasn't a joystick for this controller. It was uh, the, the D-pad only, and that in a 3D space makes it makes it extra, like, odd to odd or, like, weird to control, uh, especially when, like, using it on a modern controller. I was using my 360 controller on that on that joystick, so I think, like, my, my stick placement wasn't always spot on which is always my biggest trouble with uh the more exact fighting games too but i i would i just want them to make other games like this or at least like one other game like this like something a bit more modern uh i think i don't i you know fighting games more than i do but i think maybe like the closest analog to this in modern fighting games is dive kick i was gonna say dive kick is like probably the the closest there's not a lot of games that do this uh, you know, drastic damage, like just re- reducing damage down to like hit or miss, mm-hmm. you know, and that's it. Um, and that like there is no life bar. I mean, like you can get hit multiple times in this game, and I think in Dive Kick there are some characters that you can like do half damage and stuff like that, but it's very uh, stripped down. But yeah, there's not much else like this game. Mm-hmm. There's not much else like this game because it's it's very risky. It's it's a it's a risky proposition for a fighting game. It's like oh, you ca- it's kind of hard to pick up and play, and you can die in seconds. Hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like that doesn't sound great on its face. You know, because um, I because I would say that this game is not beginner friendly. No, it's definitely not beginner friendly. And it's like fighting games of this era, I think, in general, had a problem with that. But this game in particular, because of how exacting and very intentional the controls are, um, it takes a lot of experimentation to figure out just how to do anything. And then on top of that, all the information is buried in your manual. So if you don't have the manual, you don't have the info. You know, if you don't have the manual and don't have the internet, I should say it's, it's really hard to figure out what's going on in this game. You know, like that's, um, it's hard to knock a game for that, uh, because of the time, because that's, that's what happened. Like you, you could make the assumption as a developer at the time that if, you're playing this game. You had the manual until rentals became a thing. Until you know, people start losing the books and all you know, all that stuff. But um, you know, if you don't have the manual with this game and you don't sit down and look through it beforehand, you're hard pressed to to really figure out what the hell is going on in your first time with the game for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just like the speed of the matches themselves, like. I- it doesn't allow for a lot of experimentation. It's like grinding out combos or something like that. This this is a tough game to practice. And yeah, there's not a lot of information on this game online right now. Like you're not going to find like tutorials. I think I found like a couple 
competitive matches of this game, but it was always just like, oh, we're at another fighting game tournament. Like, somebody brought Bushido Blade. Like, let's fuck around with this for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. so this this game doesn't have a lot to it that will let you learn it, other than time in it, which you're you're damn no, you're not gonna like find a community for like robust info online. Um, but uh, and. And on top of that, like the training mode is is so slight. You mm-hmm. know, there is a training mode in uh, uh, in this game, but it's literally you versus an AI opponent continuously. You can't tell them to stop attacking you. Like I just wanted to like fuck around with the controls, like run away and fuck around with the controls, but the computer would always stay on me. So it's like I, I'm just trying to to look at the manual and do like each character's special move. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm just just trying to do that stuff. And like it didn't, it didn't allow for an easy way to do that, uh, which is like, God, like that's just the era, right? But yeah, that, but that sucks, you know. Like that also sucks because it makes it harder for me to learn this cool game. Because uh, it is a cool game. I think I think Squaresoft was just too busy throwing out nothing but bangers around this time, so they didn't have time for this. <laughs> yeah, who who knows? Who knows? Uh, we haven't really talked about the weapons too much, uh, which is, you know, it's a big part of what this game is. Yeah. Uh, so there is, well, how many weapons? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight? Eight. So there's broadsword, katana, rapier, the naginta, which is like a, uh, a polearm that has like a blade at the top, uh, sledgehammer, uh, nadachi, which is like a, like a really big sword samurai sword uh a long sword and a saber so a lot of different types of weapons uh mm-hmm. out there uh a good mix of fast versus you know heavy uh versus like long or short um which all of these all of those factors really play into these different weapons you know like um they all play very differently from one another and that is more so the characters in this game like there are also selectable characters uh in this game and they do have some differences like some of the characters are better with weapons than uh others and i think like there are some like if you use like was it like the red lotus or whatever i I can never remember the characters names they're they're very (laughs) forgettable but um if you're using one character using the katana they have access to like a special move you know that's like only them, only with this weapon. Um, but really, at a general level, the the weapons are the characters. Yeah, because you could. Would you agree to that? I, I think so, for sure. Like, yeah, there's uh, like the little differences from from character to character. I didn't know about the character slash weapon specific special moves, so shows how shows how well I like was able to dig into that. Um, but yeah, like the the weapons are really going to determine what your playstyle is more so than the character. Absolutely. Whether you're going to try to, like, go all in, try to be zoning, uh, you know, fast versus heavy character. That's all in the weapons. Yep. Yep. Did you have uh, a favorite? Favorite weapon? Yeah. Uh, I have, like, three that I like more than most. Uh, And they're all, like, big, long weapons. Like, uh, I like the broadsword, the nadachi, and the uh, naginta. Like, those are my favorite, for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I <clears throat> I always like the pole arm, like this the spear character that is always like 
my favorite weapon in these type of games, so I gravitate towards that every time. But, like, I really like the broadsword and the Nadachi uh, just for being, like, long, heavy weapons where it's like, okay, uh, if I swing on them and I make purchase, they're either dead or they're going to be, like, pushed back into stun. And I'll mm-hmm. be able to to hit him with something else after that. Like, I... Um, in most fighting games, I like to play, like, a rushdown kind of in-your-face character, or at least, like, that's, like, my style, whether I use a character that is that type or not. Um, so this is, like, the ultimate version of that, where I can just, like, okay, I just need to get, like, one big hit off and they're dead. You know, like, I right. can just get in, get in their face and get them off balance, and if I just get that one lucky hit, boom, I'm, they're dead and I'm moving on, you know? Uh, what about you? What did you uh, lean towards? I liked uh, the Naginta, like the long katana, yeah. and I also really liked the short sword, too. Like, I thought that was a pretty fun play style, which, granted, might only work for a computer where you would use the dash function, kind of just, like, go in and out. Like, it was really good for spacing. You could uh, bait a lot of whiffs with that and, like, run away without having to take that block animation. So I had fun with that. I usually like playing, uh, like, faster faster smaller characters in in my fighting games when i get the chance uh but yeah the um nidachi that's the pull arm right yeah like i it might just be because we haven't developed our own personal bushido blade meta too much but just on its face that seems like the best weapon in this game really like the, the name of the game is you know keeping them keeping that distance like you want to be in range first before they can be in range and, you know, Spear is the best way to do that. Yeah, and, like, Spear also has that nice move where, like, uh, like you can uh, attack, like, mid and then, like, s- swipe a couple extra times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like that move a lot. I like that move a lot. Oh, man, the running the running overhead attack with the Spear is hilarious. Yeah, it's, it's like really- swinging it down, like, one-armed while you're still running. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, so, like, the... The strategy that I was using early on was always, uh, okay, I'm going to uh, run, like, run away first to, like, get set, circle back around, and then do a running attack. And most times, that's going to take down a computer player. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Most times. Um, So I did a lot of that um, to see some of that. We haven't really talked about, like, all the additional modes. And there's, like, there's more modes in this game uh, than I was expecting, uh, for sure. Like there is, let's see. So there's our story mode, which is fairly slight. I would say it's just yeah. a couple I mean, of fights. Also, because I think just like the quickness of the matches in this game makes it extra slight. Yeah, yeah, and it like tries to tell a story of you know uh, secret assassins or ninjas. And there's stuff about honor and loyalty and yada, yada, yada in there. Um, it's a very, like, they're trying to do, like, a kung fu movie style, you know, like, story, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, you know, it's whatever. It's it's not the, the main thing. It does do, like we had mentioned earlier, there is some, like, interesting uh, secret stuff that's hidden in the story mode where if you explore the the levels a little bit more you can kind of like enter hidden areas that will unlock stuff um like really explore like it's like it's like a five minute traversal to get where to where you need to go 
Yeah, there's uh, there's some like interesting. It's it's interesting. Like the we didn't really talk about this at all yet, but like the you're not playing on just like a normal like flat level. Sometimes the levels will have um, you have to like make a step up to an area. You have to like climb up a little bit. There's you can run around a lot in some of these areas, mm-hmm. uh, which is very different than most fighting games like this. You know. Um, uh, right, I I could take it or leave it. You know, like I, I don't. It's not like it's the best thing ever, but I don't think it's the worst either. You know. Yeah, I think it it makes the stages more interesting, but I think for the most part, you're just going to kind of stay pretty squared up. Yeah. Uh, so beyond story mode, there's versus mode, which is you know just a straight up one versus two player. There's slash mode, which is like you have to kill a hundred uh cpu opponents coming at you i think you only have access to the katana in this mode but they put you in like a unique area and you're fighting like semi-unique characters it's not great (laughs) it's 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 an extra mode though like that's cool it's something you know it's it's something at least at least there's something there uh like fight, like fighting games have gone through a bunch of this kind of stuff where they add these like extra modes. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. Um, you know, like Tekken Three had a really good extra mode with like their force mode or whatever, which was like a beat 'em up style thing in the style of of, of Tekken, like yeah. Tekken moves. Like that was awesome, and I feel like maybe this is what they were like either trying to emulate or do something like you know do something like that. It just kind of misses. Um, the, then there's a training mode, which we talked about a little bit. That's not great. Um, then there's POV mode, which is really fascinating. Um, it straps a camera like to the front of your character model, and you you play the exact same game, but you can kind of you don't see your body. Um, it does do a, an interesting thing where in the uh, right corner of the screen, it'll show you a silhouette to know what stance you're in. But other than that. You don't, you don't really see much of your body outside of like your hands and like your arms. Um, it's like, okay. That's cool. I mean, like it's, it's okay. not great, but like yeah, kind of like with the slash mode where it's like yeah, just like adding some shit, like yeah, putting your tech in bowling mode, stuff stuff like that. Like yeah, that makes it neat. I think a lot of games could have a, a interesting shift by going into first person mode and just being able to like explore that in a game like this. That's pretty neat. Yeah, it like it's. This game uh, is shooting a lot of shots, you know, mm-hmm. like it, it's it's trying a lot. And I think more of it hits than misses. And um, yeah, it, it, it can be pretty fun. Like this isn't a game that I think is like an all time classic. Like I, don't, no. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that about this game, but it is it is neat. It's really neat. Um Definitely say it's that. So, I want another game like this to exist. Like, yeah, because like, because there really, because you're you're right. There really isn't. You know, we already we already said this before, but there's Dive Kick, and that's already mm-hmm. like years old at this point, and that's still not even quite what this is. Right. And it's yeah, it's um, a two D fighter, like like, yeah. a, like a true like one on one, almost like. I don't know when you were fighting against other Jedi in the like Jedi Academy series, like that was like that, that kind of stuff was cool. Like anything could spell death, 
you gotta like pick your openings. Uh, that's neat. I just I just wish this this genre had at least one other entry. Yeah, I mean, like, there's a Bushido Blade 2, and I think there's, like, another, like, spiritual successor made by the same developer that came out, like, maybe, like, PS2, PS3 era. Um, but, yeah, there isn't, like, a lot of modern stuff. Unless, like, I bet there's some indie games trying something like this, you know? Like, I bet there's stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But usually, when we're talking about uh, games where one hit is kill... Uh, that's like mixed with other stuff. Like um, a game that I kind of want to make you play at some point is called Samurai Gun, and right. Samurai Gun is like uh, Towerfall. Like so, like imagine Towerfall, but instead of um, arrows, you have like a samurai sword and a gun, and you're trying to like swipe and kill each other. You know, one shot kills, um, but it's that same <sighs> like Towerfall like movement and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, okay, like that has that Bushido Blade, one hit kill, you know, really, really tense exchanges. Because this game, we haven't really talked about that part of it, but this game can be really, really tense mm-hmm. because every moment could be your last or it could be victory. So there, there are stuff that does this, but there's not a lot of 3D fighters. There's nothing that's like, hey, I'm trying to be a new Bushido Blade that I've seen. Like nobody know? takes it as seriously as this game does. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you could point to maybe, like, the chivalry games now that are, like, okay, here's, like, 3D space weapon-based combat where, like, you know, momentum and place in the body that you're hitting, like, it matters and it does, you know, it it, um, reacts appropriately. But that's, like, uh, a first-person game, uh, not necessarily a fighting game. It's almost like it's more of, like, a war simulator, like a medieval war simulator than it is like a fighting game right so yeah it i would be curious to see um to look around and see what indies have done with this type of game or if there's like something else that comes out in in this style i mean like you know guilty gear has um one hit kill moves yeah they it's like really difficult to pull off but like it's in there but it's still it's still a 2d fighter you know there isn't there just isn't this this doesn't mm-hmm. exist anymore this doesn't exist anymore um let's see what did you think of did you realize there was like two sets of outfits there's like the really weird outfits they wear in story mode yeah and then and they're like really weird i i don't even know how to describe them because most of them don't make any sense they're like, like superhero the, outfits it's like in the versus mode you're like it's like almost actual like japanese clothing and then it's like they they change into superheroes or like they're dead or alive outfits for the story mode yeah it's like um this game uh I always thought it just took place in like a feudal Japan. That like I thought that just what that's what it was, but apparently no. Like it, this takes place in modern times. So for some reason, in verses, everyone's wearing you know feudal Japan like period appropriate garb. You know, you see a lot of like kimonos and flowing robes and and that kind of stuff. Um, but then. Yeah, you play in story mode and everybody's in these like weird body suits mm-hmm. and like just really strange. There's only one character I feel that actually like looks um 
like they mean to be there and it's that it's that first female characters like red shadow or like whatever because she's like in basically like a taki um like taki from uh soul caliber and soul edge mm-hmm. uh like that kind of like red ish ninja costume and then everybody else is just like what are you what, what is happening look so there's like one guy in there who looks exactly like gambit from x-men yeah 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 so strange <gasps> so strange um I wish they would have just leaned into like it being a period piece, you know, like just everybody just wants to have a sword fight in a field of bamboo. Like that's like, that's exactly that's what I want. That's what you want. You know, like, and to be fair, to be fair, you can do that in this game. There is like a forest that you can do that in, but it's, um, it's not like exactly what I wanted, you know. Yeah, and it doesn't play super great. Like, there's a lot of great depth in this game, but it doesn't play super great. Yeah, it's uh, like graphics are rough, but it's 1997 and it's yeah. 3D graphics, so it's like it's it's not like um, it's not I, like I can't knock it for the graphics. Like, right. I can't like there's a lot of animations in this game too. Like all the yes. weapons have a lot of movesets. So like a lot is being done in this game, but yeah, it doesn't look great. <laughs> I, I usually try to, to mention music with this game, but it's very slight, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, it's very slight, um, but it's not bad. It's not like uh, egregious. So I guess that's, no, that's it, something. It, it adds to the atmosphere and it's yeah. otherwise pretty unnoticeable, which is, I think, a successful video game soundtrack. Yeah, not bad. Uh, <laughs> so, Jake, what uh, what do you think about this game? What's your final rating here? I wish we were able to play each other. Like, I feel like that would have made the rating so much easier yeah, to come down I, with. I agree. And, like, we'll, we'll keep messing with it, and maybe we'll try to get it working another time. Because you know? it's like, I... I did enjoy it. Like, I th- it's cool. It's such a unique game, and there's a lot within it. But it doesn't feel super fun to fight against the computer in this game. And that's just, I think, the biggest downfall of it is that, like, I wasn't able to play versus. But it's still, I still like it. So I think I'm going to give it, like, a hey, like, that game asterisk. And yeah. like tune in for our next episodes after like we're finally able to get it work and we're able to play each other because like who knows maybe after thirty minutes we'll be like okay this is we're we're good but yeah I I I love it I think it's the fighting game for people who don't like fighting games and that's I think what drew me to it is that that feeling to it and yes. I like that I like that I appreciate this game for what it is. Um, and I wish that other things would try to be like it too. So, Hey, yeah. like that game probably. <laughs> yeah. And like, I, I was thinking the same thing for you. It's like, yeah, like I, I had the uh, ability to play with people at one point. So like, I, I know what that feeling is, but I totally understand your, your thought that like, if I could, could just get that feeling, that sense of what it is, it'd be a lot easier to make a, a fair judgment. But uh, I agree with you. This is a, hey, I like that game. Uh, we've talked about this before on the show where it feels like it's really hard sometimes because it, with a dichotomous scale, it's really hard for, like, edge cases. And this is definitely an edge case. Yes, yes. And I, this is not my favorite fighter ever. It is, it's low on my list. But it's so damn unique. 
mm-hmm. what it's trying to do, I think it does it well enough. And it being kind of the first of its kind, uh, I love that. And I, and I love so many elements of this game. Uh, like you said, this is like a fighting game for people that don't like fighting games. I wouldn't say that. What I would say about what I would say about this game, it has a lot of the same things that I really like about Windjammers, in that it's really easy to like pick up and play it. Like you can pick it up, you start pressing the buttons, and you like, oh yeah, I swing the sword. Oh shit, I die instantly. Oh, this is like wild, you know. Like you're getting to that the gameplay really fast and like figuring out how to play it. Like you can do that quickly, but then it's really hard to master and get into like the deep mechanics of it. You know, Windjammers is the best example of that ever in my mind. This game is less so because it's not that first experience is probably going to be not nearly as comfortable as your first experience playing Windjammers. Um, just due to the fact that like Windjammers is like two buttons, it's two buttons and a joystick, you know, like it's, that's all it is. And this game is, it's more, uh, executionally, uh, it asks more of you execution wise. Um, but it's still really, it's really neat. It's really neat in that, the, the easy to pick up, hard to master. I still think it applies here. And because it is so intentional and how you have to play it, it it feels like you really have to steal yourself and you really have to um, pay attention to get good at this game, which is the – I think that's the design intention here. So it's trying to model what it would be like to be in a sword fight, you know, really honing your craft of fighting, whether it's like martial arts or weapons-based, you know, whatever. And this game emulates that because of how it expresses its mechanics if that makes sense. So like it's um, the parallels to the real life thing it's trying to emulate, I think is, is there, which I, I like that, you know, I think that's really cool. Um, so yeah, that's a, Hey, I like that game, but like really close on that edge. Mm-hmm. It's real close. It's real close. <laughs> it's real close. Yeah. And um, mine is more information needed. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. It, it's, so, it's so, it is so tense and deliberate and you can't, you can't lose focus for for a second. It's yeah, great. you re- you you really can't. And like, just like in a real fight, one moment of excellence can win you a fight. You know, mm-hmm. like it could it can win you a round. It could in in a situation where everything is like stacked against you. Like if you're thinking like it like. I'm injured. I'm lying on the ground right here. You know, I have my leg injured at like, I am almost dead here. You can always shoot your shot and still win. You know, like I love that about this game. You know, it's the comeback mechanic is there. You know, it's always right. there. I uh, love it. Love it. Yeah. When death's so right. at a razor's edge, it's easy to come back. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, so yeah, that's that's two. Hey, I like that games for Bushido Blade. I'm a, I'm a nice, little surprised. Nice pick. That was a nice pick, Jake. I, I'm I am actually genuinely surprised that you lean towards the Hey, I like that game of this one. Um, so that's good. Like, I think we're getting to the point now where you've said you've liked more fighting games and you've disliked. Oh, so no. <laughs> mission accomplished, folks. Oh, no. I got him. <laughs> <laughs> Got him into fighting games. Now, podcast <laughs> over. Thanks, everybody. This is series wrap. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, fantastic. I, 
I know for the next episode of Hey, I Like That Game, we are going to be doing our end-of-year wrap-up, so make sure to stay tuned for that. Uh, do you want to talk, tell me the next game at the end of that episode or at the end of this episode? You know what? I think we're going to do it at the end of next episode because I actually haven't even thought about it yet. Um, I've been, I've, I've had my attention split in a bunch of different ways uh, yeah. lately, so uh, I haven't even thought about it. But we... Uh, we will have that coming up and that next. So uh programming note for folks uh, after this episode, uh, we will have the third annual international. Hey, I like that game awards. Uh, and that'll be in your feeds before the end of the year, but another new episode, uh, you know, game focus episode won't be out until uh, January. So mm-hmm. taking a little break, uh, break yeah. for the holidays, enjoying some family time. Yes. Um, but also in that meantime, uh, give a little plug here since we still have some time before it and or starts or ends, uh, Nuzlocke league season three has, uh, will be starting very soon. We're running uh Pokemon Emerald this time, um, with what are our starters? There's a, um, low tad, right? You pick low tad, right? Aaron, and then we'll, Aaron, and then the randomized Random. one, which we, yeah, which we don't know what that is yet. Oh, I'm really hoping that we come across some water stones so I can get uh, my Ludicolo. <laughs> Ludicolo, <laughs> love Ludicolo. Um, but yeah, should be that should be really fun. If any any listeners out there want to uh, get involved in the Nuzlocke League, it's totally free, uh, open to anybody who wants to play some Pokemon. Uh, just give us a shout at heyalikethatgame at gmail.com, which is also where you could send us question, comments, and queries about anything. Um, you yeah. can hit us up at like that game on Twitter mm-hmm. or the Hey Like That Game uh, Facebook page. And we got another one. Oh, yeah, right. Tony does stream in Try Hard Tuesdays for League Trolley. Currently, the trolley. Uh, it's uh, Twitch.tv slash Hey, I like that game. Yeah, yeah, that and that's been a lot of fun lately. We've been doing some uh, some bigger tournaments. We have one uh, a five hundred dollar event uh, coming up today, Ooh-wee. as of this recording, uh, which is pretty crazy. But uh, but yeah, come you know follow us on all the social social meets. And as always, live life passionately, love each other unconditionally, and play video games. Night, everybody. Peace out, folks. Hey there, folks. Tony here. Thanks for listening to the podcast this week. If you like the show, consider dropping us a rating and review on whatever platform that you're listening to this on. You know, every little bit helps. Uh, we are also streaming regularly on Twitch now. Uh, come hang out and join in on the nonsense live Monday, Tuesday, and Thursdays every week with a bonus uh, stream tossed in there for good measure every once in a while. Make sure to hit that follow button on the Twitch channel to join the Coops Club. Love you all. Bye. Everybody, you can live life passionately, love each other unconditionally, and play video games. I haven't been able to say those parts of it.
I'm so nervous. Yeah, like, <laughs> I was like, is he going to let me do it? Can I go do you, can I go for it? <laughs> yeah. Do, do you want to do it again? Do you want to do it again to make sure that we nail it here? No, because you did it fine. We did it fine. We got it cl- and we got it clean. But do you want to do it again? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Just for posterity. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> as always, live life passionately. <laughs> <laughs> that, I'm sorry. Shot. I'm sorry. I took a drink as soon as you started, and I was like, "Oh, this is a mistake." And <laughs> okay, give me in five seconds. Mm-hmm.